show evidence of having been partially devoured by their murderers. Welcome to another episode of Murder with Friends, the podcast where I tell my friends my favorite true crime stories. Today we're going to be having Vicky on. We are going to be discussing the horrific serial killer, the Toy Box Killer. So y'all strap in and let's get started. Warning, this podcast is for mature audiences only. Yes, I'm talking to you, little girl covered up with her unicorns and her Care Bears. This will give you nightmares. There will be talks of murder, rape, and a lot of foul language on my part. So go to bed. Hello, Victoria. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm very excited for this podcast episode yeah i know i've given you like i i told you the name (laughs) and just to ask if you've ever heard of it and you said no so i'm really excited to tell you don't look it up don't look it up it's oh my god it's a fucking whirlwind i'm excited just so you know it's extremely graphic okay and sexual right and rape and torture and all of the things. Is your hair gray? Yes. Cute. On accident, though. On accident, because it was blue. Yeah. I had a job interview at like a really professional place, uh-huh. so I had to dye it all black. Uh-huh. And then it's been fading, so then now it's cute. Gray. Yeah. So now. Did you have a job interview at? Um, I had a job interview at a few receptionist places, but nice. they're all in Macon, so I was like, kind of too far. Yeah. Okay, so. But I know that I look good with gray hair. Hey, it looks really cute. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I'm so like nervous. Oh, yeah. excited. <laughs> You're making me nervous. Anxiety, like, ah. Uh, okay, so today's case mm-hmm. is the toolbox killer. Or no. <laughs> Not the toolbox. There the is a toolbox killer. There is a toolbox killer. Right. But what we are going to be talking about today uh-huh. is the toy box killer. This Ooh. is by far the gnarliest case I have ever heard about. Oh, that's crazy because you read everything. I know. That scares me. <laughs> this is literally the gnarliest case and not in the good way. No. Like, not like, yeah, super gnarly. No. It's fucking gnarly. Like, ugh. I'm scared. Yeah, you should be. (laughs) All right. So, March 22nd, 1999, a woman, a 22 year old woman named Cynthia Vahill was seen running down Bass Road in Elephant Butte, New Mexico, wearing nothing but chains and an iron collar. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Here we go. (laughs) She ran into a neighbor's house and locked the door behind her. Like, seriously, just busted up into somebody's house and locked the door behind her. And was like, please don't let them get me. Please don't let them get me. And so it was like an elderly couple. And their names was Donald and Darlene. Uh Darlene was sitting there watching TV when she busted in. 
And she called the police and Donald came in and gave her a pink robe to wear. Mm -hmm. Well, when the, when the police got there, she automatically like ran and hugged the police officer and was like, please don't let him get me. Please. He's one of you. (gasps) Yeah. And the police officer's like, whoa, like, it's all right. Like, don't, like, it's okay. She said that she had been kidnapped and tortured for the past three days. Oh, my God. The the police took her to the hospital to have the chains and the collar removed and just to relax. And she told the most horrific tale. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) She was a sex worker and a heroin addict. On the 19th, she was offered $20 for oral sex. She got into the RV and the man flashed a badge and told her she was under arrest for prostitution. (gasps) She was handcuffed, gagged, and chained to a fixture in the camper. After a while, he pulled over and started cutting off her clothing, put a metal collar around her neck, placed her in shackles, and slipped a leather mask over her head that only had a zipper for the mouth. That, I don't think that's a police officer. <laughs> I'm just going to take a whack at um. it. She was told if she resisted, then she would be shocked with electricity. And as the woman was... Holding a cattle prod. Scary. Oh my god. When they arrived at his house, she was tied to a bed and forced to listen to an audio tape before having sex with the man and his wife. Then the man poured gravy all over her and had his German shepherd come in and lick it all off of her. He then forced her legs apart with a bar and started measuring her with dildos that had markings on them and shocked her with a generator on her breasts and genitals. The woman pointed a gun at her the whole time. This was happening. Oh my God. The next morning, the wife escorted her to the bathroom to relieve herself, and when she returned to the room, there were a fresh pair of white sheets on the bed. They immediately put duct tape over her mouth and her eyes and was hogtied with an elaborate leather straps and attached to the ceiling and was lifted three feet off the ground. Then they ripped off the duct tape on her eyes and she could see herself in a video monitor. No, this was at, uh, in their house. Okay. The house was a trailer. Okay. And then they had, like, an RV that they drove around. Okay. When they ripped the, ripped the duct tape off of her eyes, she could see herself in a video monitor. The man had tied her legs open and began whipping her with a belt, a whip, and a cat of nine tails. You know what that is? It's... That's, like, the whip with, like, a bunch of strings yeah, on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a bunch of, like, straps on yeah, it. Not really strings. Yeah, that's... Um, She explained how this excited the man, and he started to violate her with horrendous dildos and took pictures of them inside of her while still hanging three feet in the air. 
Later that day, he attached various pulleys and clamps to her breasts and genitals and shocked her, causing the clamps to pull when she moved. <gasps> yeah. And she lost consciousness. Oh, my God. After three days of torture, the man went to work. The wife left the keys on a nearby table before taking a phone call into the other room. Her neck was chained to the wall in the living room, so only using her hands and her feet, she managed to get the keys, and the wife walked in and started to fight with Cynthia. She was hitting her and pulling her hair, and she even hit her on the head with a lamp. Cynthia got free and stabbed and stabbed the woman in the neck with an ice pick and ran for her life. Oh, my God. Um, they... Oh. I don't think I'd be able to run in that situation. I'd be so scared. Dude, because you know how people have, like, fight or flight? Right. I freeze. Oh, yeah. I would for sure just, like, like, oh, my God. And then by the time it's too late, I'd be ready to run. Exactly. That's crazy. So, it turns out that when she went to the hospital, she saw the woman because she had gotten stabbed in the neck. Right. Oh, my God. No. So... She starts flipping out. Oh, no. And the woman says, go ahead, test her. I bet she's full of heroin. Like, she's crazy. Right. And, well, they find out the name of this, the names of the couple are David Parker Ray and Cindy Lee Hindi. Okay. What a name. No wonder she's so angry. (laughs) Golly. When they went to their house, they found a bloodied white sheet, a a broken lamp, which collaborated Cynthia's story. They also found the pulley with hooks and chains mounted to the ceiling and a long coffin link box (gasps) along the side of the bed with shackles inside, large sex toys and torture devices and muzzles were on the dresser. Ray and Hindi were arrested in the camper. They claimed they kidnapped Cynthia to help her kick her bad heroin addict. Then they were charged with 12 counts, and their bills were posted at $1 million apiece. Good. Yeah, after seeing everything in their house, right? they were like, what? It's a good thing they didn't be like, oh, they didn't like brush it off and she said, yeah, Sister, she's crazy. Yeah, exactly. That makes them scared. Oh, my God. What was called the toy box. David Parker Ray mm-hmm. invested over $100,000 in the toy box. So, it's like a legit toy box. It's a 15 by 27 foot cargo trailer. <gasps> oh, no. Here I am thinking it's a toy box. <laughs> I mean, it's got toys in it. Oh, Not no. all of them are toys, but... You know, he called them his friends. No. Yes. Oh, no. Literally, the walls, the ceiling, everything was covered in uh, sex toys and torture devices. And it was just absolutely ridiculous. As soon as you walk in, there's a sign that says Satan's Den. And bondage room. There were detailed diagrams about how to induce torture oh, no. on a woman 
on her breasts, on her genitals, on just in general, just it was disgusting. Yeah. And he hand drew him himself. Oh no! Ew. And yes, that's that's one of his that's things. Like the sick, like, that's so sick. He, he likes to draw things and make things. Now this toy box is equipped with bully whips, pulleys, leather straps, metal clamps, leg spreader bars, surgical knives, saws, sex toys, syringes, multiple speculums, spe speculums. Dude, and I thought what she was going through in the house was bad. I Do you know what imagine. speculums are? It's, what is that? It's like the, I don't know what that is. When you go to the guy, yeah, okay, that's the thing they put yeah. in open up, right? Yeah, oh, Where, no. the thing they use to open up your vagina. What's going on in there, dude? Oh god! And they had a homemade fifteen-inch dildo. Shut the fuck up! That attached to an electric box. <gasps> oh no! That would just destroy you, I imagine. Like, mm. ugh, <laughs> that's scary. Ugh. That's so that scary. Hurts. I'm sh mm. A homemade generator and stuff like this. You see this toy right here? <gasps> I'll post it. But oh my, God. this right here. These are nails coming out of it, <gasps> and so it it does damage Ooh, to your vagina. And then this right here. Those are nails <gasps> that are melted into it, and. That will destroy your inner thoughts. Oh yeah, you'll be that's raw so bad that for years. Dude, this guy is mental. Dude, like straight up mental. Ugh. Oh, and they found the recording. Oh no! Now I'm going to play you the recording, oh, no. but know that this is not the whole recording. Right. The whole recording is about an hour long. <gasps> Now, I told you they would put this on every time a new girl came in. Yeah. How many coins do they have? It was just one, okay. but it's an hour long. But I don't have. I mean, I have No, it. I don't want to listen to the whole thing. But no. I will let you listen to. I, I marked it down to like almost 12 minutes. This recording is very graphic and very disturbing. If you do not want to hear it, fast forward about 12 minutes. Oh my god, no. Oh my god, I'm so scared. Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped, what's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be here. 
I don't know the details of your capture because this tape is being created July 23rd, 1993 as a general advisory tape for future female captives. The information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with captives over a period of several years. If, at a future date, there are any major changes in our procedures, the tape will be upgraded. Now, you are obviously here against your will. Totally helpless. Don't know where you're at. Don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose. No, you can't. Now you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next. You probably think you're going to be raped, and you're fucking sure right about that. Our primary interest is in what you've got between your legs. You'll be raped, thoroughly and repeatedly, in every hole you've got. Because, basically, you've been snatched and brought here for us to train and use as a sex slave. Sound kind of far out? Well, I suppose it is to the uninitiated, but we do it all the time. It's going to take a lot of adjustment on your part, and you're not going to like it a fucking bit. But I don't give a big rat's ass about that. It's not like you're going to have any choice about the matter. You've been taken by force, and you're going to be kept and used by force. What all this amounts to is that you're going to be kept naked and chained up like an animal, to be used and abused any time we want to, any way that we want to. And you might as well start getting used to it, because you're going to be kept here and used until such time as we get tired of fucking around with you. And we will, eventually, in a month or two, maybe three, it's no big deal. My lady friend and I have been keeping sex slaves for years. We both have kinky hang-ups involving rape, dungeon games, etc. We found that it is extremely convenient to keep one or two female captives available constantly to uh, satisfy our particular needs. We are very selective when we snatch a girl to use for these purposes. It goes without saying that you have a fine body, and you're probably young, maybe very young, because, for our purposes, we prefer to snatch girls in the early to mid-teens, sexually developed, but still small-bodied, scared shitless, easy to handle, and easy to train, and they usually have tight little pussies and assholes. They make perfect slaves. Any time that we go on a hunting trip, if we can't find a little teenager, we usually start hitting the gay bars, look for a well-built, big-titted lesbian. I thoroughly enjoy raping and screwing around with lesbians, and there's not as much danger of them carrying a sexually transmitted disease. And I don't like using condoms. Also, even though they're a little older, unless they've been playing with dildos a lot, they still have tight holes between their legs like the younger girls. 
If we can't find a lesbian that we want, we snatch anything that is young, clean, and well-built. We very seldom come back empty-handed, because there's plenty of bitches out there to choose from. And, with a little practice in deception, most of them is very easy to get, with a little risk. At this point, it makes little difference what category you fall into. You're here, and we're going to make the most of it. You're going to be kept in the hidden slave room. It is relatively soundproof, escape-proof, and it is completely stocked with devices and equipment to satisfy our sexual fetishes and deviations. There may or may not be another girl in the room. Occasionally, for variety, we like to keep two slaves at the same time. In either case, as the new girl, you'll definitely be getting the most attention for a while. Now, as I said earlier, you're going to be kept like an animal. I guess I've been doing this too long. I've been raping bitches ever since I was old enough to jerk off and tie the little girl's hands behind their back. As far as I'm concerned, you're a pretty piece of meat to be used and exploited. I don't give a flying fuck about your mind or how you feel about this situation. You may be married, have a kid or two, boyfriend, girlfriend, job, car payment. Fuck it. I don't give a rat's ass about any of that. I don't want to hear about it. It's something you're going to have to deal with after you're turned loose. I make it a point never to lack a slave, and I fucking sure don't have any respect for you. Here, your status is no more than that of one of the dogs or of one of the animals out in the barn. Your only value to us is the fact that you have an attractive, usable body. And, like the rest of our animals, you will be fed and watered, kept in good physical condition, kept reasonably clean and allowed to use the toilet when necessary. In return, you're going to be used hard, especially during your first few days while you're new and fresh. You're going to be kept and chained in a variety of different positions, usually with your legs and knees forced wide apart. Your pussy and asshole is going to get a real workout, especially your asshole because I'm into animal sex. Also, both of those holes are going to be subjected to a lot of use with some rather large dildos, among other things. And it goes without saying, there's going to be a lot of oral sex. On numerous occasions, you're going to be forced to suck cock and eat pussy until your jaws ache and your tongue is sore. You may not like it, but you're fucking sure going to do it. And that's the easy part. Our fetishes and hang-ups include stringent bondage, dungeon games, a little sadism, nothing serious but uncomfortable and sometimes painful. Just a few little hang-ups that we like to use when we're getting off on a bitch. <laughs> if you're a young teeny bopper and ignorant about fetishes and deviations, you're about to get an enlightening crash course in sex. Who knows? You may like some of it. It happens, occasionally. 
if we want to take the time and trouble, even under these conditions, most bitches can be brought to orgasm. Now, I've already told you that you're going to be here a month or two, or maybe three, if you keep us turned on. If it's up to my lady, we'd keep you indefinitely. She says it's just as much fun and less risky. But, personally, I like variety. A fresh pussy, now and then, to play with. We take four or five different girls each year, depending on our urges and sometimes accidental encounters. Basically, I guess we're like predators. We're always looking. Occasionally, some sweet little thing will be broke down on the side of the road, walking, bicycling, jogging. Any time an opportunity like that presents itself, it's not too risky, we'll grab her. Even if we've already got a captive in the playroom. Variety is definitely the spice of life. Now, I'm sure that you're a great little piece of ass, and you're going to be a lot of fun to play with, but I will get tired of you eventually. If I killed every bitch that we kidnapped, there'd be bodies strung all over the country. And besides, I don't like killing a girl unless it is absolutely necessary. So, I've devised a safe, alternate method of disposal. I had plenty of bitches to practice on over the years, so I've pretty well got it down pat. And I enjoy doing it. I get off on mind games. After we get completely through with you, you're going to be drugged up real heavy with a combination of sodium pentothal and phenobarbital. They are both hypnotic drugs that will make you extremely susceptible to hypnosis, auto-hypnosis, and hypnotic suggestion. You're going to be kept drugged a couple days while I play with your mind. By the time I get through brainwashing you, you're not going to remember a fucking thing about this little adventure. You won't remember this place, us, or what has happened to you. There won't be any DNA evidence because you'll be bathed and both holes between your legs will be thoroughly flushed out. You'll be dressed, sedated, and turned loose on some country road, bruised, <laughs> sore all over, but nothing that won't heal up in a week or two. The thought of being brainwashed may not be appealing to you, but we've been doing it a long time, and it works. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, sick to my stomach after hearing him. Like, that's... it's He has the cringiest voice. Like, uh... It's just like old the ass voice man. of like an old creep, and you know, like you just know it's like sounds like any other old ass creep that you would never come by. Just, I mean, and he looks even like crazier. Like, have you ever seen Tombstone? Mm -hmm. He looks like a mix between Wyatt Earp and like I don't know, like Jeff Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy. No. <laughs> I'll show you a picture. Hold on. No, like listening to that was just making me sick. Like it's, it's, it's disgusting. Like it really is a mix between Jeff Foxworthy, 
Wyatt Earp. And you know what's crazy? Like, that is exactly what I pictured him to look like. And Frank Gallagher. <laughs> Definitely Frank Gallagher. That is exactly, like, the mustache, the long hair. That's exact. And old and gross. That's exactly. It's, it's disgusting. And, like, I don't. In the way, like, in that he, like, had, like, a small, like, chuckle. Yeah. That grossed me out. I got, bleh. Oh, the first time I listened to it, I almost threw up. The fact that he made a tape because he does this so often. And then how yes. he said the way that he gets gets rid of them. So I was thinking, like, how does he get rid of them? Like, how, he says he's going to let them loose. But like, how does he do that? But then he does the whole. Yeah, he drugs, drugs them. them and, and them. Yeah, he drugs them and hypnotizes That's them. So and leaves. Like, you'll see there are a couple of cases that he's done that. And, like, either they remember everything and nobody believes them uh-huh. or they don't remember a fucking thing. That's so scary. Like, it's so, it's now fucking. Now like, who's done that to me? Oh, right? Exactly. That's like, I have wild fantasies, but it's damn sure not about this guy. And he's smiling. And he he's is. He is. And it's oh, no. disgusting. I just, like, could not imagine just, like, waking up and, like, being tied up and, like, hearing that. You're going to, you're, like, you're going to get raped. Don't care if you like it or not. Like, like, this is what's going to happen. And like I said, that recording goes on for an hour. An hour? Yes. It's a 50-minute recording that they have to listen to when they first get to the house. That's terrifying. I couldn't stand listening to him for those 12 minutes. I can imagine a whole hour. Dude, it's... Oh, my God. It's absolutely just shocking. Like, how can anybody do that? And you hear he recorded that tape in 1993. Right? And then they, this is like 1999 when she was. Yes. So at least minimum six years. I was about a year and a few months old when he recorded that. I was a few months old. January 1993. April of 1992. That's terrifying. Like, that's. I can't. I can't even. I like, and, and even though he recorded then, it's been going on before then. Yeah. He had to record something yeah. because he's like, oh, I'm getting sick of like repeating myself. Like, yeah. That's scary. And like, it goes on to say, like, like, <sighs> I don't trust a captive. Does the lady speak in any of the tape? No. Okay. No. But yeah, it's like the most ultimate terrifying thing I could ever think of. To be tortured in their house and then to eventually be like to think that that's it. Yeah. That's it and then to be moved. Yeah. Moved into this fucking torture chamber. Soundproof. Escape proof. Yeah. With possibly somebody else in there. Yeah. Tied to a fucking gynecological table. With a fucking video camera in your face. Alright, so who is David Parker Ray? Who is he? And you know how he got so fucked up. He was born on November 6th, 1939. God damn. So in 1999, he was 60 years old. 
it was said that his aunt forced him to have sex with her <gasps> and inflict pain onto her. Oh my god. I wonder where that came from. And then when he was 10, he moved in with his grandparents. His father was kind of in and out of his life. Porn. Ooh. Bitches tied up. Yeah. And. Super graphic. Gnarly super graphic. Not for children. Like regular porn is it for children. Right. Much less that. This one. Like, you know, that's cool if you're into that. I'm not kink shaming. I might be a little into it. Y'all won't know. Okay? But when you're that young, it's just... That's a big no-no. Right. I'm sorry. Because that just leaves like an impression. Because that... Well, it shows them that that's how right. it works. Yeah. And that's not how it works. That's not how it works it's at all. regular... Regular porn magazines. It's like, that's yeah. not how it is, sweetheart. No, that's not how it is. And that's why guys are so fucked up these days. Because <laughs> they just think you can just stick your penis in a female and they orgasm. Right, that's not. It's not how it works. It's not how it works, baby girl. Bless your heart. <laughs> he mainly played by himself. He was very lonely. Um, he was fascinated with broken bottles. He wanted to use the broken bottles on a girl. Oh, my God. Ew. And when he was by himself, he dug holes in the ground for intercourse. Wait, the, like, <laughs> like the dirt? Yes. He was just like this right here. This looks good. Yeah. I'm going to fuck the ground. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I don't oh know my about God. you. That's how I did it. I hope not. <laughs> Ooh, I, I sure should hope not. Um, he was really good at fixing cars and fixing just about everything. He got married in 1959. They had a son in 1960. So he came back. He got the baby, gave the baby to his mother and stepfather to take care of him until he got out of the military. Um, of course, they got a divorce. Him and his wife got a divorce. And in 1962, he was married for just two months. He said that it just didn't click. 1966, he married a woman named Glenda Burdine. They were married for 15 years. And in 1969, they had a daughter named Glenda Jean. And they called her Jessie. Hmm. In 1997, he met Cindy Lee Hindi. She was 37 and he was 57. Now, Cindy didn't have the best of background either. Yeah. She was very neglected as a child. Her mom was a beauty queen and all about herself. Okay. She was sexually abused by her stepfather till she was 11. And when she turned 11, she told her mom of the abuse, and she kicked Cindy out of the house. Oh, my gosh. So she walked the streets and had one abusive relationship after another. Now, I do want to say Cindy and David were only together eight months before all this happened. Oh, my God. God damn. <laughs> yes. That escalated very quickly. Very quickly. 
He's, she said that she really went into, you know, everything that he was doing, but uh-huh. she was obsessed with him. So she just played along. Well, getting married, that's just great people. Yeah, you know, the best. After they were in custody, the FBI started putting out announcements about what was going on to see if it happened to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out this woman named Angelica Montano came up and she was like, February 17th, 1999, I went to go borrow some cake mix from the couple. Ray went out of the room and came back with a knife. And said that she was being kidnapped. She looked back at Cindy to just, you know, clarify, you know, is this real? Like, what are y'all, what's what's going on? And she had a gun pointed at her. (gasps) Attached electrodes to her breasts and shocked her multiple times. And abused her with sex toys for three days. What the fuck? Ray removed her handcuffs and led her to the bathroom with a long metal leash and bathed her like a doll. Hindi applied makeup to her face, dropped a robe over her shoulders, and led her to the toy box, continuing her torture. Oh my god, I thought she was going to get out. No. No. On the fourth day, she was drugged and taken miles away and dumped on a highway. A police officer picked her up, but did not believe her story. On the table, and she is fully naked. She is totally out of it. And she has a very unique tattoo Uh on her calf through media. Mm -hmm. And was like, look, if you have this tattoo, I need you to please come forward. Mm Mm-hmm. So, this woman named Kelly Van Cleef says, I have that tattoo, Uh-oh. but I was never in their house. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, she just doesn't remember. She totally forgot. So, she, she was like, I was never in their house, but she was shown the videotape. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, I've been having nightmares about being gagged and being tortured and all of these things and you just showed me my dreams you showed me my nightmares oh my god how did you do that that's so terrifying so she pulled together what had happened turns out that she was friends with jesse his <gasps> daughter oh no because uh, they, I mean, think about it. it. Think about it. Wait. He did not meet Cindy till 1979. Right. Or 1997. Excuse me. So that's been happening, and she was like way before they even met. Yeah. So I think that Jesse was, you know, go. How do you even say that? The recruiter? Wait, his uh, daughter? His daughter. No way. Yes. So that tape that was just playing, uh-huh. that was in 1993. Oh, my God. And for her to be, just be, be okay with, like, her dad doing this crazy shit and her helping him? I don't know. She said she just grew up around it. And 
That's not normal. It's like, not. I feel like if I grew up around that, I would just know it's not normal. But you don't know it's not normal. Yeah. That's when you crazy. grow up around it. It goes back to, you know, what, like, Gypsy Rose. Yeah. You know, she didn't know that wasn't normal. She yeah. thought everybody, you know, I don't know. It's, oh, my God. It's just out there. So, it turns out that she was drugged by Jesse at a bar. She went to take her home. And Jesse was like, look, can we go by my dad's house real quick? Because I forgot something. Mm -hmm. And never go. Like, <laughs> never. So I'll she was here. like, yeah, sure. We could go there. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't remember anything. And then this woman named Kelly Garrett came about. She said she was abducted two days after getting married. <gasps> no. And she was raped and tortured for three days, drugged very heavily, and David put on his uniform and dropped her off at her in-laws. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mention he works for... The National Park. Oh, no. The Elephant Butte National Park. Yeah. So, he has a uniform that's similar to a cop's right. uniform. That but makes he's sense. he's not a cop. Right. Um, puts on his uniform, drops her off at the in-law's house. No one believed her. He, her husband divorced her. <gasps> she got kicked out. I'm sorry for my child screaming in the background. I know that. Um, just know that me nor Willie P are abusing him. He just doesn't want to go to bed. And my office is right next to his bedroom. So, sorry, not sorry. So, yeah, her husband divorced her and she got kicked out of the house. Because apparently she was blank amount of years sober. And they thought that she had relapsed. That's so sad. Mm -hmm. So, Cindy Hindi confessed to everything and was like, look, I will testify in court against him because I didn't like any of this stuff. Okay. Right. You okay. just uh, helped abduct and helped torture these poor women. Right. But you, you, you didn't, didn't like, like any you, of you it. You literally could have left any time. And she's like, I didn't. She's like, I never killed anyone. As if that makes any of what she's done better. At least she, I didn't kill somebody. Yeah. No big deal. She said, I never killed anyone, but I know who did. I know who helped them out sometimes. Uh, girl, you. <laughs> she said, there's this boy in town. His name is Dennis Roy Yancey. They called him Roy. Uh-huh. He was 27 years old, and this guy, as a teenager, they had to cancel Halloween one year in the town because he was killing cats and destroying tombstones. Oh, my God. They canceled it for because everybody. Halloween? Canceled. I'm knocking on his door. Yeah, <laughs> you better give me some we motherfucking candy. 
<laughs> How can you force me to cancel? Right? Like, it's door candy to his door. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but so they brought him in for questioning and he just immediately broke down. He was like, yes, I did help him kill one girl and I've it ruined my entire life and I hate myself for it every single day. He said her name was Marie Parker. It was his ex-girlfriend. He brought Marie to a 4th of July party at David's house in 1997. Mm -hmm. David drugged her and he forced Roy to help him drag her to the toy box. He said at this point he only heard of the toy box. He's never been there. Okay. But he's heard all about it and he didn't even think it was real. After they got done raping her and torturing her, he held a gun to Roy's head and handed him a rope and said, you know what you have to do. <gasps> so with a gun to his head, he strangled his girlfriend. Oh, my God. Um, David drove them to a desert, and he buried her. Now, after this interview, he took them to where they bur- where he buried her. Mm-hmm. She wasn't there. <gasps> So, he thinks that David had went back and moved her. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't going to leave that liability out there. Right. Oh, my God. Like, how do you do Look, all she of said, this? Oh, I know of this kid in town who's been helping. I thought she was just trying to, like, divert the blame no, on I somebody mean, else. No, I she kind of really was. Is. But, yeah. There, really there was a, I think he said that he had only done it once. And that's it. And I, oh God, could you imagine? I cannot imagine. Like this just does not feel real to me. Like obviously it's real. It's happened. Yeah. But to to think that that's happened, and to even know that like something like that could possibly happen right at this moment. Yeah. Somewhere else is so disturbing. And it is. People do this shit. Yeah. That's insane. So, five months before the trial. Roy Yancey backed out. He's like, I'm not going to testify. I'll go ahead and, you know, take my plea deal. Right. Why? Um, or the guard said that he received a note that just said rats die. So he backed out. He pled guilty to second degree murder and got 30 years. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's deserving, but holy yeah. shit. Yeah. And that's just one count. Right. One person. One. That's, oh my God. So in November 1999, Cindy actually recanted all of her statements and said that they weren't true. Oh my fucking God. This motherfucking bitch. And you know Liar. why? You know why? She didn't want to die. No. 
You want to know why? Why? He was writing her love notes. Oh my God, you stupid and, bitch! And smuggling them to her side of the prison. Fucking dumbass motherfucker. Fucking stupid ass motherfucker. <coughs> and you was, deserve all that jail time. And was just telling her how much he loved her and how you know you can't do this to us and got a tattoo of her name on him ew so she recanted all of her statements weak um at kelly's trial she testified and of course the only thing the only proof was the was the video yeah and like she even said i don't want him to die i don't want him to have the death penalty Mm -hmm. i want him to live and to think about what he's done every single day he doesn't care he doesn't give a shit so um the lawyers claim that it was consensual oh my that every single what are their names i just want to talk that every single time Someone had said anything. They got paid with money or paid with drugs. And that's exactly what she was doing in that tape when she was drugged out. He literally has a tape where he says, I'm going to rape you. I don't care if you want it or not. I'm going to rape you. Yes. Every hole. What the fuck? I don't. I'm mad. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. So, and then... He's clearly a fucking monster. Why do you not want him to just be in trouble and... Stupid. So the jury was deadlocked. Right. Two of the jurors did not believe that it was not consensual. (laughs) Like, would not budge. (sighs) So it was considered a mistrial. Uh Uh-huh. Um, is this a joke? Like, you're kidding. No, you're it's fucking not, kidding. I swear to God. So, it was time for Cynthia's trial. Cynthia. Just, how did you see, like, what was in there? Like, the nails on the dildo. What, like, how do you I, see that? Be like, consensual. Every woman wants that. It's BDSM. Jesus fucking. I, I, I don't know. Hell it's hell. absolutely insane. So, it was time for Cynthia's trial. Cynthia was the woman that ran to the neighbor's house in the beginning of this whole story. She testified. She was absolutely distraught, crying on the stand. She wanted the jury to know that this was not consensual. And she was the only one that was in the right state of mind that was not drugged. Mm -hmm. That's right. Right before the jury was let was getting up to deliberate ray's lawyer stood up and was like yeah he'd like to take the plea deal i didn't know you could do that at the last second like that could you like can't is that allowed that i guess i don't know i guess it is or it was i hope that means dead i find him and i beat him up so he took the plea deal the plea deal was that he got 224 years in prison. And the conditions of his plea deal was if he pled guilty that his daughter Jessie 
would get off with time served. No, no, no. Homegirl's got to go to jail too. Nope. She didn't go to jail. Nope. She spent two years and got off time served. This is my last sentence, and no. you're going to be pissed. Stop. This is my very last sentence. Stop. Are you ready? No, I'm not ready. May 2002, he called the FBI and was like, I'm going to tell you everything. And before they can schedule the meeting, he died of a heart attack. Motherfucker. You're serious? I'm dead You're lying. No. I am not. Ooh. I am not. And he did a whole eight months of his sentence. I cannot believe that. I it's oh my that god. That he got off so easy. Yeah. So easy. Yeah, yeah. A heart attack. Of a heart, a heart attack. attack. I'm gonna tell you, first I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd be so mad. It's almost like he planned it that way. Right. Like, ha, fuck you. I ain't telling you shit. That doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. None so, of it, like, it, it, all of it is just crazy. But what I don't get is they heard the tape. They heard that he wanted to rape them. He heard the, everything that he's done. And then they're just like, oh, it was consensual. Dude, like, I seriously. That makes me so mad. Like, I read that part and I was like, what? Like, no fucking like, way did he get off that easy. No goddamn way. No, but he did, though. And that's, I just need to know. Like he, No, you're right. He, he totally planned that. How did he, how did he plan that, though? Drugs. <sighs> too many drugs. I don't know what it was, but. I don't know. I mean, they didn't say that, you know, his autopsy or anything like that. So. I, I didn't see his autopsy. They didn't say anything about it being clean. But I think that they would have said about it, something about it being not clean. That just stresses me out. Like, <coughs> I would have probably never gotten, if that had happened to me, and I had gone through a whole trial, and I was like, oh, it was consensual. We're going to like, dismiss the tapes. All these other, unless this one woman has proof like, it's her leg tattoo, but everything else is dismissed. It's just like, I would never be able to find closure from that. And then seeing that he was going to tell the truth, but then died. Not that's something that oh, you need to work hard. Not to get only, dude, like, hold on. Let me go back in my notes because I did not write it down for some reason. So they said that the, the lady... With a tattoo, Kelly. Yes, hers was the only one they can go. They can go off of, and then the one from the beginning. Well, no, they couldn't even go off of hers because she didn't remember anything. She couldn't testify to anything. You know, she didn't. All they could go off is a video, and if they say like, "Oh yeah, it was consensual." She doesn't remember anything. How do you even get to that point where it's like, I'm going to do this to people. I'm going to fuck them up so bad. I'm going to give them this drug. They're never going to remember it. I'm going to get away with it. Who? It, who comes up with that kind of shit? Like, what kind of monster? David Parker Ray. David fucking Parker Ray. Sounds like a fucking country singer. A little 
little boy with mommy issues, mm -hmm. auntie issues, daddy mm -hmm. issues. Not only, okay, so he kept logs, like, as far back as when he first had sex with, uh, with a girl. Mm -hmm. Not his aunt. <laughs> yeah. So, his, these logs, they only showed what was important to him. Mm -hmm. So, naturally, they didn't have a name. It said, it didn't have their name. It only showed the year, the length of time that he kept them, estimated age, a few notes. That is literally proof. A few. Evidence. It doesn't have a name. But it shows that he did it. Yeah. Ah. But they didn't have any bodies. They didn't have. I wonder what he did with they, the girl's body that they buried in the desert. Yeah, but they didn't have it. Never found it. Never found and it. And imagine like all these women who he did this to who and are finally remembering. I think most of them were buried in the state park. Probably. Because a state that. park is so vast and so heavy, so thick, they're not going to search every square inch right. of that. You know, it's it's impossible. Right. And Ooh. it's just, I can't. And then, so... Uh, these logs had no name, the year, the length of time that they were captured, estimated age, a few notes on how he tortured them, and a ranking system. Uh, you said a ranking system? A ranking system on how attractive he thought they were. Homeboy needed the death penalty. I'm saying. He needed the death penalty. His daughter needed to be in jail longer. Yep. His daughter didn't do anything. She is out and about, and she is as fugly as he is. Is she still alive? I would imagine. I'm sure she gets a whole bunch of shit. She probably had to change her name. I'm going to go find her on Facebook. <laughs> oh, man. That's terrible. This was insane. I was not. You were not mentally prepared. I was not because I honestly didn't know what to expect. But like. It was said that Jesse used to sell drugs. And so like she would provide him with the girls that were heavy on drugs. Yeah. And that were prostitutes. And. But yeah, that's her right there. She's fugly. That's Cindy Hindi. Cindy Hindi. What a name. So, okay, the first girl in this log, mm -hmm. it didn't have a date. It did say that this was his first time. Mm -hmm. She was 15. They pretended it was rape. What? He spread he okay. tied he tied her he tied her spread eagle between two trees while he played with her 
and she enjoyed it. Okay, so it was consensual, not consensual. Yeah, it was definitely consensual. This one was. The second one was not. So it was labeled 1956. Uh-huh. So he was 39, 56, 30? Like 20. Oh, it can't. Like remember. 23. Okay. This says first kidnap, first rape. Oh. Very pretty. She was rated a three. Sixteen years old. Pine shadow tent kept over the weekend. Oh my god. New seduction techniques. And they said that this was also possibly his first kill. Seduction techniques? That's what you Honestly, no, I don't blame him. He fucking needs that. How fucking disgusting he is. It's oh my god. Absolutely ridiculous. And okay, so Viagra was invented or on the market right. in 1998. Oh yeah. So a year before all this happened. Okay. He called the Viagra company and asked if this would help him get an erection without hurting anybody. What? So he couldn't get hard without hurting people? Yes. That's a sadomasochist. Sadomasochist. Oh my god! Sadomasochist? Yes, that one. Dude, that's fucked. He could not get off without hurting somebody. That's fucking disgusting. And he had to see their pain. It just makes me sick. It's just absolutely fucking gross. Oh, and in June 1986, mm-hmm. Jesse had gotten mad at him over all of this and went to the FBI. What? Yeah. Went to the FBI on her father. She said that she, he would either kill them or transport them South of the border for sex slavery. The FBI couldn't find any victims. They brought David in for questioning multiple times. He was very upfront with his kinks and his BDSM and was like, look, this is what I do. It's all consensual. She just thinks that I'm totally, you know, a monster that's killing these girls, but I'm not. You know, it's totally consensual. They come over and we, you know, go to the toy box and it's all consensual. <laughs> and he was a very nice guy. When when he got when he got arrested up until he got put on trial, he got paid leave. From his job. What? Yes. Are you serious? His boss was that fucking confident that he didn't do it. Delusional. Ew. He was that nice. He was that. He was that guy. Can't trust anybody. So, and you know, he told him all about his BDSM fetishes. They're all consensual. 
He told him about his personally created torture devices and he put ads in the magazines to sell them and he showed him the ads. He showed him the devices. Mm -hmm. He showed him, you know, his PO box where he shipped and got mail. You know, he, he showed him everything. So in the FBI's notes, they put potentially dangerous. Potentially. Potentially. And the investigation lasted only a year, but found nothing solid. And it turns out two women were kidnapped while the investigation were going on. What? He was keeping girls in his house while the investigation was going on and the FBI had no idea. Fucking dumbasses. Oh my god. Do no your job. idea. Um, back to his job. You know, he was very good at his job. I was watching um, at the National Park. Yeah, that's right. He was a park ranger. And he was very good at his job. Everybody liked him. They... I saw in a documentary, they kept his truck. They were like, look, this is the truck he drove. Oh, my God. And this was his welding mask, and it had Dave written on it. And they were like, look, he invented this, and it was a pole this long, and it had string attached to it to where he can catch snakes. Hmm. But you know what's absolutely crazy is, you know, it was a poll about yay long, and he, it, he had written snake catcher on it. Mm-hmm. And maybe I could pull it up. Look, there's one of his drawings. Oh. It was absolutely gross. I can't even. That's just crazy to me. All right, Vicky, final thoughts. I'm. Literally, you said I was going to be mind blown. I am literally mind fucked. It is insane. And for the outcome, like for all this to be going on for so long, and he's like, he's kind of like like Dexter. Like he's got, he's been doing it for so long. He's got this, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's got this tape. He knows what he's going to do with them after. He knows how to get rid of them. Yeah. And I, I'm just blown away. I hope I didn't laugh during this because you know that's inappropriate apparently we just gotta deal with it different ways but that's just fun we just like i literally laugh because i've been reading about this all week Mm -hmm. and so in my mind i'm kind of numb to it so to see crazy concept so to see your reaction it's hilarious because you are genuinely shocked and it brings me pleasure. <laughs> I'm so, so happy I can do that with you without taking you yes. out of my room. Um, so, that's uh, just, I don't know to, know, to to just know that people can be that insane is so scary. I can't. How I can't young even, they were. Dude, like. How young? If you were to listen to the whole hour of his of his audio tape, of him rambling, because that's all he does, is he rambles for 50 minutes. I will be posting it on my Facebook, but it's, I, I, I 
don't suggest it to yeah, anybody. I got pretty skewed out just from that 12 minute. I one. don't. I do not suggest it to anybody. It says, you know, oh, I didn't even tell you about that part. So it says something about the dog. So he says, when I have parties, I have this contraption to lock you in place to where you're on your elbows and knees and your legs are spread far apart. And I spray breeding stuff on you and bring the dog in, the German Shepherd. Shut the fuck up. Yes. No, shut the fuck up. No. I will not. It's disgusting. I don't even want to say that. Do not listen to the tape. I, I cannot that. get that shit out of my head. I've been having nightmares. I had like I seriously I'm scared to go home now. I this case that. has affected me like no other. You know that that's it's fucked up. Like I'm seriously like my eyes are watering no, right they now. Are. Because it's just, it's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I never want to go anywhere by myself it's ever so fucked again. It's to hear it now just sitting here and we're, we're fine. We're safe. Yeah, yeah. I hear it. I just could not imagine hearing that and it actually is going to happen to me. It's, girl, you are on the verge of tears. This I is know. And it's. I don't get that way. No. <laughs> I am Capricorn. I do not get emotional. <laughs> okay. I do not. She's just like, that sucks. I don't Move cry. It, exactly. That's normally how I am. Like, oh, man, you know, that sucks. I'm glad it doesn't happen to me. But it is, it's, uh, you know, not in a. You know, people wonder why women, like, go to the bathroom groups. Or they yes. go to places by themselves. Or they, yes. don't, they don't go to places by themselves. Yes. I'm never stopping for nobody. Dude, I'm not, doing uh, I'm not helping you. I, we were watching Silence of the Lambs the other night. No, no. And, you know, uh, Buffalo Bill's trying to get the freaking couch in the back of the van mm -hmm. and asks for the lady's help. And, of course, she helps. And I'm like, don't you fucking help him. And... Will looks at me and he's like, "You're telling me you wouldn't help him?" I'm like, "No." Or like the Zodiac Killer on the the movie where he the woman was having car trouble and she had her baby in the car. Yeah. And he was like, "I'll help you with your tire." He unscrews it all the way so she makes it like five feet down the road. Tire comes. Yeah. Off. What was that? Zodiac Killer. I've never Zodiac. seen that. Oh, it's so good, Jake. Don't tell you how that movie. That. I can watch it over and over again and never get sick of it. I'm really? so fascinated. I need to watch you it. You have to watch it. And then Will asked me, like, didn't a serial killer do that? Like, would act, like, because he had his arm in the cast? And I was like, yeah, it said Bundy. Yeah. I was like, he would ask for help to get mm -hmm. his sailboat onto his... We were like, oh, well, of course I'd help Ted Bundy. He's a trap. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's not Zach Efron on Netflix. He no. is this Mm -mm. Maybe when he have his, has his hair parted a certain way, it's just crazy. but he, his eyes, like, he looks just, crazy. Those are crazy eyes. Yes. They're, that's a thing. Do you know how many serial killers have blue eyes? Oh, no. A lot. Really? Yeah. Because blue eyes? Blue. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> 
blue-eyed people feel more privileged. That's true. Because people are like, oh my god, your blue eyes are so pretty. Yes. Nobody wants to see shit brown eyes. <laughs> I mean, some of them do. A lot of them do, but more have blue eyes. Wow. I didn't know that. Mm. Now, that's not a statistic, okay? But that's... Just a fact. It is a fact. Most of them do. <laughs> I was like, wait, what color eyes do I have? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to start something new. That I'm going to do at the end of every episode. I got this game. And it is the first game that I will ever win. <laughs> the first and only game I will ever win. But there's not a card in it that you don't know. You know all of them. Well, I'm sure there's a few of them that I don't know. Like, it's not only like serial killer. Oh, well, it's called killer trivia. And it's not all like serial killers mm. or... Like, it has, like, JFK and, like, historical shit, too. Mm -hmm. All right. So, normally when you play with a whole bunch of people, it's different. But I'm going to play differently because it's only me and you. And it's funner this way. (laughs) And I'm just asking you the questions. Because it really wouldn't be fair for me to answer questions. Because I would win. Okay. (laughs) All right. So this is multiple choice. Before his accidental overdose in 2010, Paul the Pig Gray was a member of which heavy metal band known for performing in masks? Was it Thrash, Slipknot, or Kraken? Slipknot. That's easy. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to get this. No. No, they're they're all pretty. I mean, it's you Wait, know. Why does that have to do with killer trivia? Um, he, died. he overdosed. Okay. Oh, okay. So no, it's not like murder. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Died. It's just yeah. Oh, cool. In 1984, a woman was decapitated at Disneyland in California on what snow-themed bobsled roller coaster? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I've heard of it, but I don't know. The Matterhorn. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I've never been to Disney. (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) I've never even been to Disney World. In which public place was assassin Lee Harvey Oswald found when he was arrested by police? In a movie theater, a library, or a restaurant? Henry Lee Oswald, do you remember who he killed? Abraham Lincoln, right? Yeah. Okay, so I don't remember where they found him. I don't know if they found him, like, as soon as he shot him. Where was he shot at? Oh, okay. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I, gotta get, I would say I gotta get that, but I really don't know any of the answers. Yep. So, each uh, card has three questions. So. That was fun. Yeah. Yes. Just figuring it'd be a nice little, you know. That's good. That's good. I like that. Mood changer before you drive home. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be sitting in the car, like, do not help anybody. I'm like, oh my god, an RV. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> do not help anybody. Do I not know. stop. Do I'm not pass. Go. Me. Do not pay. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Don't do I it. Know, that sounds, no. That sounds good. No. Okay. You collect two hundred dollars from your husband at home. Okay. <laughs> you you don't need to stop. 
Okay. All right. No, this is for sure going to stick with me. I'm going to, I'm probably going to look it up when I get home just to like. Dude, the pictures, if y'all look at the pictures, I'll post some, but. Are they NSFW? Not safe for work. Yeah, no. They're bad. Not, it's, they are gnarly. It's, it's, okay. Well, anyways. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Vicky. Thank I'm so me. excited. No. Uh, we could not sleep together. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep at all tonight, so it's, it's fine. I'll just text you later. I'm like, Kaylee, are you awake? <laughs> <laughs>